Deke Shock. Deke Shock. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Welcome to Geek Shock Live, a very intimate Geek Shock Live. I am Master Torgo. 80s Joe. Commander K. Fact checked Andy. Professor Biggs. And we're to talk Week and Geek. Well, normally we're here to talk Week and Geek because that's what the show normally is. And uh, I love that we have regular Geek Shock people out here. Yeah. Yes. They all know that. Now, we got a little special something prepared for this particular live show. Because I, I, we haven't been doing this on the show for a while on purpose. I have been saving red light, green lights. That is the focus of this show. Now, if you're not familiar with red light, green light, that's a regular segment of Geek Shock where we recast ourselves as studio executives. And what I have here is a pile of television pitches. So I am going to read. Now, these are actual shows that will be coming to TV most likely. They are in development. Not all of them make it, will make it, but a lot of them will. So we are going to pretend that we have a say in this, and we're going to decide whether we're going to do red light or green light on these pitches. And as much as we want to, these are going to happen whether we want them or not. Yes. That's how it always I, goes. I yeah. just want to know, uh, do any of these uh, shows have anything to do with auto repair, oh, tool, tool <laughs> uh, buying, or uh, uh, no, you know why? Because it's geek shock, not car shock. <laughs> not it was a Tesla. They're tech heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 Elon Musk. Yeah. Do you really need any SpaceX? Just, just the name alone. Yeah. SpaceX, I can handle. Uh, There's a Tesla twenty-minute talk about electric cars. I can't. Ah. Uh. Thank you. You, 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 you know have a you, hybrid. You know you what, enjoyed it, Todd. All right, what this is about to turn into a Warhammer podcast in about five minutes. <laughs> but Matt's not Warhammer, here to talk to Warhammer, you about Warhammer. Warhammer. What if it's like a electric ma- monster truck pull? What about that kind of thing? Where? Is that no. The, what, what? Is that a even? thing? I want to go. It might be. All right, fine. We'll oh. we'll change the direction of the show, Jeff. Mahomes versus the uh, other quarterback in oh, the upcoming come on. game. Sports, <laughs> sports, sports, sports. Get out with this. All right. All right. So that like is what we're going to go forward. Now, from here on in, we are TV executives. These are actual pitches for TV shows coming. And then after we have made our opinions known, we're going to throw it out to you in the audience. And then at that point, I'll say... We're gonna red, who was saying red light, and you just scream red light, and who's gonna say who's gonna say green light, and then you scream green light if you agree with it because you are also studio executives in this. And and just so everyone, uh, our viewers out there realize, this viewers? is gonna get really exciting because in the past three minutes we have more than doubled this is true. our audience. This is true. I would say, yeah. I would say tripled. <laughs> All right, all right. Here we go, guys. We're gonna. We got the line of pitches here. We're gonna. Uh, hopefully, these are better than the last ones. I think we got some doozies in this one, though, guys. All right, here we go. Red light, green light. Uh, this first one. Uh, let's see what you think. Pennyworth follows Bruce Wayne's legendary butler, Alfred Pennyworth, pre-Batman. The series will find Alfred in London in his mid-twenties in trying to find his way in the world. 
A former SAS member who ran highly classified missions for the British government, Alfred is trying to reconcile the kind-hearted boy he once was with the ruthless killer he was forced to become. Then the series will see him try to reconcile his new age ambitions with the expectations of his father, a proud, stubborn, capable butler known as Mr. P, who along with his wife has spent his life in service of a wealthy family and hoped his son would do the same. Alfred will find himself allied with Thomas Wayne through his work for a private security company when Thomas arrives in London to search for his sister Patricia. The series will see Alfred, Thomas, and two of Alfred's closest friends, uh, Trinidadian, uh, Trinidadian sorry, Marcus Baza Barrington and Scotsman Wallace Dave Boy McDuff. They take on villainous Raven Society, led by the mysterious Lord Hardwood and his sadistic henchman, Bet Sykes. The Raven Society will find themselves in what sounds like a season-long game of cat and mouse with our heroes after Sykes abducts a dancer by the name of Esme Whitaker. This is getting really deep. Stop pitching me the softballs on a PG show. <laughs> <laughs> the heroes will battle Hardwood and the corrupt London police force in an attempt to rescue Whitaker and will have time to trust no one except each other, setting the table for one of the comics' greatest relationships. The 10-episode series is produced by Warner Brothers TV. We'll start shooting October 22nd, so it's already started at Warner Brothers Studios, Levinston in UK. Pennyworth will premiere on the Epics channel. This Gentlemen. Eleva this elevator pitch is going up the Empire State Building and stopping at every floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what pitch? I couldn't hear it over the sound of Jake screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Red light, green light on Pennyworth. Green light. I'm green lighting. Yeah, I'm sounds interesting. Light. Really? Yeah. I was I was red light at first. So I was like, oh, we're gonna do Don Harriet next, or but you know, but yeah. It well, good. obviously the pitch sold Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got a green light here. I got a green light here. I got a green light over here. Yeah. And a green light here. Yep. Sure. I'm redness. Wow. Really? Yeah. I've had enough with Gotham. I don't need to go back any further. This isn't. But this is a prequel to Gotham. But it's this not in. It's now, not. It's not in Gotham. To be fair, it's right, on it? Epics. So if it's on Epics, that's gonna have a little more freedom to, I guess. Oh, make you think it. this is gonna be dirty, Pennyworth? No, I don't think it's gonna be dirty. I just think it's gonna have a little more freedom to make it realistic than you would have on, say, Fox. I actually like Dirty Worth. <laughs> dirty Worth. <laughs> dirty Worth. Dirty. All right, if that was part of the pitch, maybe I can get behind it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's, it, it's all about the execution. Uh, they, Who's the executing? I guess hey, speak into the, the mic, give me, give me mic I guess sir. people in their Raven Society. Um, uh, Raven. You mean they're going to be never they, more? They've established, a, you know, that Alfred has a nice, you know, juicy backstory actually in the comics. So, you know, this, he already kind of exists as his own character there. Uh, beyond uh, the way we see him interact with Batman. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm still red lighting this. All right, <laughs> all right, crowd. I'm, red light, green light. Who says red light? Say it. Red light. Who says green light? Say it. Wow. Wow. Oh. How do you like that? Wow. Well, thanks the vision for the between support. the audience How and the like that? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's who would have watched it and who wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Right yeah. there. That's right. You're all fired. You all are hired out there. I like you. <laughs> all right, okay. All right. That, that was a softball. Let's see what you think of this next one. Scott Derrickson. This is director of Doctor Strange. Green light. 
will executive produce a horror series for Showtime based on the novel Kill Creek. Derrickson, who will produce alongside Misha Green, will also direct the pilot. The 2017 book was written by Scott Thomas. The story follows horror writer Sam McGarver and three fellow masters of the macabre who reluctantly agree to spend Halloween night in one of the country's most infamous haunted houses and their presence awakens an entity that will torment and threaten to make them a part of Kill Creek's bloody legacy forever. Derrickson, whose credits include Deliver Us From Evil and The Day The Earth Stood Still, exited TNT's Snowpiercer series due to creative differences. So, which, which series? Snowpiercer. 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 The, the TV show based on you just the movie based on the You can't understand him because of his accent. Gotcha. Yeah, I, Am I, I too thick? I heard Stonepiercer myself. Stonepiercer. It's really good. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's a mining show based on Minecraft. <laughs> no? Oh, I... Green light. No, it's... <laughs> All right, so here at Kill Creek, Scott Derrickson in charge on Showtime, red light, green light, John. This is a series? This is going to be a series. But, but, the, uh, but I'm, spending... guess, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably going to be a miniseries. All right, because it's, it, it's, it's Halloween night, so this For 10 series years. takes... I'm, I'm guessing we'll see this next year. All Take... night. Okay. All night. Is that to, like be, to be fair, I've read this book. I've read Kill Creek. Okay, and oh, it doesn't take place just over one night. It is the whole story takes place over the course of a year. Okay. All right. So if, if they're following the book by by what it's what it says, are it they, should work as a tw ten to twelve episode so series. Are they stuck in so the house it, for the year? Is it the kind of thing where they spend the night in this place on Halloween and then they go, "Ah, that was no big deal," and then for the rest of the year they have like creepy ghoulies. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay. Uh, green light. All right, got a green light from the professor. What do you guys got? Well, you spoke so highly about the book, so I guess green I light. I will say, I love this book. This book is really good. Yeah, I'll green light it based on the director and your enthusiasm for it. But from the description, eh. <laughs> it, is, it is a pretty low log line pitch. Fine, green light. Yeah, I'm giving it a big old <laughs> green light. Wow. Uh, this begrudging better... green light. <laughs> I, I, I want to read it just to be a spiteful. Uh... I know you do. Yeah. You feel it. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Get it. Just, just take it in the end. Just Unleash your anger. Andy, yes. what's red and green combined together again? Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't need any more brown out of you. I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, Kill Creek is really, really good. I, I tried to push it for our book club and. Uh, when they went with Dracula instead, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I read Kill Creek afterwards. Yeah, I, I blame you, Biggs. Uh, that's your yes. fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Torgo, it's a good thing there's no children in the room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mr. PG. What? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what I said. Mm -hmm. It's it's my uh, New York coming up. Well, I also I just I really like Doctor Strange. I really like what Derrickson did with it. So that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So. All right. Uh, anything All right. like that. So I throw it out to the audience. Kill Creek, who says red light? One red light, do I hear green light? Green light. Yeah, it's wow. going through you, the people love it. The people love it. That's right, Kill Creek. Uh, the next one is uh, for the CW. We've had some limited success with CW shows in the past. Limited, listen mm -hmm. to you. The CW is developing The Cove. An hour-long drama from the Vampire Diaries executive producer Chad Fivish and James Storo and Warner Brothers Television, once again. The Schwartzbuck uh, Swash Schwartzbuckling. 
Schwarzbuckling. The Schwarzbuckling. It's it's. Who's the Schwarz? Uh, it's yogurt part of the Buckle that Schwartz down. Coming to you at Spaceballs Two. That's uh, Spaceballs Two. The Schwarzbuckling. Lone Star. <laughs> The Swashbuckling Adventure Series, written by Five Ash and Squash. follows estranged sisters who, in the wake of their father's death, return to the Caribbean resort island they used to frequent as a family. There they discover that the paradise is hiding many secrets, one of which is the missing treasure that was their father's obsession, which may hold the key to eternal life. Mm. So this is a modern day dealio? Yes, this is a modern day dealio. Modern day Schwarzbuckler. Okay. <laughs> modern day Schwarzbuckler. Now, if, if it really was a Schwarzbuckler, I actually <laughs> might greenlight it. Yeah, it sounds more like Gilmore Girls and Schwarzbuckling. <laughs> that's, you know what, that's a good uh, elevator pitch right there. Yeah. You, you know what? The Gilmore the, Girls Schwarzbuckling? Yes. Gilmore Girls, guilty pleasure over here. So that... That's not well, a yeah, so that's obviously it's a green light from you and Tori. Nobody's judging you, Biggs. You don't have to worry about it. I'm judging, I'm judging you. Uh, I'm a red light. It doesn't, just doesn't sound intriguing to me. Red yep. light from 80's Jeff on the Same Cove. here. And red light from Andy. Yep. This side of the table agrees. It, it does sound like something I'd have to be talked into watching. Okay. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, dude, you've got to watch The Cove. And you're like, yeah, I heard about that on Gig Shock. And like, no, no, it's really good. You've got to get through three episodes. Yeah, okay, that kind okay. of thing. Yeah. I, I think it's more like, Steve, would you like to come over tonight and watch The Cove? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red light. Red light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm red lighting. I would have to be talked into it. <laughs> by, by somebody who vaguely sounds like me. <laughs> Vaguely or exactly? <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> you could have right. just pled the fifth there. You, know. yeah. you drank the fifth last night. Oh, okay. Oh. There's that, too. All right. I, yeah, I'm red lighting this, too. This, uh, I, but you know what? Yeah, you're right. One of the things like, okay, maybe it could be good, but not on our dime. We're not red lighting this. Mm-hmm. We're not green lighting this. What am I saying anymore? All right. To the audience, who says on the cove, red light. Wow. Who says green light? Oh, wow. We shamed him. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was that full is, consensus. Yeah, that is a, yeah, no, absolutely. No Gilmore girl looking for treasure. Red light. Well, obviously, we made a very compelling argument for the audience. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, The Cove is coming to CW very soon to you, TV near you. Okay. Going to Netflix. Netflix does no wrong, right? Green light. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Netflix announced a new slate of reality programming. Oh, red light. Red light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including the series Death by Magic. The show stars British magician Drummond Money Coos, who goes by the moniker D. That's Coots, right? C O U T T S? Yeah, sure. Coots. Who goes by the moniker DMC. Not to be mixed with DMC McDaniels. That's a whole different DMC. Or DeLorean it's Motor Company. very reality-driven. In the series, DMC is on a mission to uncover the stories of magicians who died performing the most dangerous stunts ever attempted, according to the Netflix press release. He travels the world to track down where the fatal performances took place to work out exactly what went wrong, 
sharing his magic with the people he meets along the way. Among the updated versions of these harrowing stunts featured the DMC will be buried alive under tons of wet concrete, play a game of Russian roulette, and escape from a collision with a speeding steam drain. In an Instagram post, the magician wrote, Along the way, I share beautiful magic with those that I meet. Before recreating my own epic scale interpretations of those deadly stunts in front of terrified live audiences, much like the one we have here today. <laughs> It is the culmination of more than 20 years of dreaming, 10 years of planning, and more than 12 months intensive work with the kindest, most brilliant minds in the business. Gentlemen, red light, green light, death by magic on Reality Netflix. Reality show, rap star name, Dove <laughs> Stuffers, I'm out, red light. Mm. I concur, red light. Oh wow, two reds on my left. Yeah. I'm vaguely intrigued by the history thing, but I think the history thing is going to be sullied by a tiny bit of history with lots and lots of this BS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots yeah and lots I got. I got to agree with that. Lots and lots of setup for the for the magic, and then right as they're about to do the big reveal, what will happen after we, the sword comes down? We'll tell you right after this. It's Did you miss a, yeah. the part where it's on Netflix? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I think that's still going to happen, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's still a three-minute show stretched out to an hour. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah. So, so did you say that the this guy's been dreaming and dreaming about this for ten years? That's oh. uh, it says twenty years of dreaming. What twenty years of dreaming. Dream. I'm sorry, I have to wake this guy up with a red light. What was Thank that? You. What was <laughs> this? This way don't allow wow. soundboards on the show. <laughs> wow. I'm going to say green light because I'm counting on that wet cement thing failing. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, wow. That's, a, yeah. that's dark. Yerk. Uh, I got to go with green light. I, I would be afraid if it were going to NBC, ABC, and yes, there were commercials, and like you said, right after this break. Uh, but it's an intriguing concept of... Okay, these magicians died for their craft because something went horribly wrong. Here's what it is. We're going to attempt to pull this off in a modern way. Uh, there is the one thing that you guys brought up that kind of concerns me, and that is, yeah, I, I don't want it to become the whole Chris Angel on the street thing yep. as well. And, and a lot of, da -da -da -ha hand, you know, I don't. Yeah, because those I don't always end so well. I is. I know he's a great rapper, but I don't know what kind of magic he does. I want to hear the stories. I want to see the locations. Other than that, I hate everything else about the show. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, Andy doesn't use that word lightly. So that's three red lights. Four for me. <laughs> you count twice? I'm adding in an extra one. I hate it so much. <laughs> wow. Two green lights for me and Kay. So to the audience, I have to say red light, green light. Who says red light? Wow, who says green light? Green light. Yeah, wow, the red lights have it, that's for sure. Coming to Netflix <laughs> near you and very soon, yo. from what I understand, <laughs> that show is coming. Run, DMC. Oh, wow, that thing, appreciate it. I just had to throw Fist that part. out there. We're a live show, so we can actually do live action things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, that's right, for the viewers out yeah. there. There was a fist pump for the viewers. And what you're missing is they both pulled muscles doing that. This is true, so. too. <laughs> I tried to hide it, but I, I can't. That's okay. We have a physical therapist tech Yay! here. She can uh, <laughs> show us. Uh, yeah, you lost I was, it. I was, I, my, You're gonna make a bad. No, I was just gonna mention my doorway oh, yeah, stretches, which uh, really doesn't make any sense to anybody. So doorway stretch. Do you want to demonstrate a doorway stretch? 
Okay. My problem. Uh oh. Oh boy. Is I have an overdeveloped chest. What? Yeah. Uh, I just my my chest muscles you're, you're pull my shoulders forward. Really? And that's what's caused what was causing my shoulder problem. You're super pecs K. That's correct. <laughs> I mean, it's weird because I actually said to the physical therapist, I. Dude, my shoulder's been hurting long enough. I haven't worked out in years. And he's like, well, it's, it's not just working out. It's the way your muscles have developed, and you just have this uh, chest muscles that are destroying your posture. And so I actually, my, my home maintenance exercise is to get in a doorway, and then I push forward, and I stretch the, the chest, and I crunch my back. I feel the... the uh, you feel the burn? shoulder blades pushing into each other and scrunching my spine and so that stretches my chest ah. and it actually actually it has work jackson physical therapy folks 215 in eastern you feel the pain of everyone and yeah. then you feel nothing yeah no it actually it's it's been a couple months but it has been life-changing so your body is trying to fold yourself forward uh, kind of, I think, you know, well, it's really funny because I was talking to one of the other PTs, um, and you know, the, the old person schlump, yes. right? Where every, that's my nickname. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she actually said that that's preventable. It's not like it's an inevitable, uh, result of aging, but you need to do the correct exercises and the, the correct stretching to prevent that sort of thing. So... That was actually very educational. It was, it nope. was good. I don't want to slump. Jackson, physical therapy. We found our electric car for the episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I was say, Thanks, you gave Andy. me all kinds of grief. <laughs> this is back talk, where Andy's back talking. That's right. Back sassing. Now, I just for those of you who don't know Geek Shock, I do want to warn you, though, though we're trying to make sure that we have a cleaned up podcast for the show, if you do search for us online, uh, we are an explicit podcast, so Fudge, you, ha yeah. you have been duly warned for the future. We'll yeah. make up Don't get angry at our shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to red light, green light, because we got Hulu in the mix now. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Hulu's got something to say. Who? Lou. It's better to burn out than fade away. Yes, that's what they have to say. <laughs> Hulu has given a two-season order to Solar Opposites, a new animated series created by Justin Roiland and Rick, Rick and Morty writer Mike McMahon. Green light. Variety reports that each season will be eight episodes long, and season one is set to arrive some point in 2020. The series will follow a family of aliens who must hide out in America, a place that's apparently far inferior to their home planet. <laughs> While some members of the family are intrigued by possibilities of the strange new world, others are not. Royland has been developing the project for several years now and was previously set up at Fox, but now Hulu has swooped in to secure the property. Thank goodness. Royland will also be lending his voice talents to Solar opposites, gentlemen, red light, green light. What do you think of solar opposites? I think I got to give him a chance. It's green light. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I already got a green from K. That's right. Yeah, I think the pedigree is good. Yeah. And, and, the, and the low episode count, I think, is in its favor, too. So, yeah, green. So, eight episodes a season, Rick and Morty writers and voices. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because I don't know the original pitch on Rick and Morty would have gone over, you know, just you know, from a technical it's, standpoint. Uh, back but, to the Future with a few changes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but yeah. And this I, is. I think that's one that you. Third you Rock know. from the Sun with a few changes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got to give him the opportunity to try it. Yeah, uh, green light on the pedigree, but there's really not much in that pitch. That's a pretty yeah. weak pitch. No, there is. You know, the, the pun of the title actually escaped me. Solar opposites? Yeah, it wasn't until you said, some do, some don't, and I'm like, oh, okay, I got it now. Yeah. Well, the nice no. thing about having that kind of a vague description gives you a little bit more freedom to do things on the show. To be I mean, creative! I mean, you think about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty goes all over the place. Woohoo! It doesn't really have a lot of, you know, things restricting it. And, you know, Royland, it's been 20 years of dreaming. <laughs> 20 years of dreaming? Yeah. <laughs> From the early a, pitch, man. In comedy, we call that a callback, Steve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, We need hurry, to wake hurry. him up? Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. <laughs> Take that thing away from him. Oh. <laughs> the timing of that is just... Yeah, you know. Get you know what I mean, Steve? Hold on, hold on. I, I think I know what you mean. Give, give me one second. And yeah, I know what you mean. And it's a... Yeah. I'll find Don't Hang on, I'll find that one. And I got a green like this because, you know, the pedigree. The, the writing of Rick and Morty is excellent. It doesn't have the most amazing fan base, but it has the most amazing writing. So, yeah, I got to give it to the show. I'm going to green light this one. So I'm going to throw it out to the audience here. It's a red light, green light. Who says red light? Red light. Red light. Oh. Yeah, look at that. Green light. Green light. All right. But there was a few red lights yeah, in there. Yes, there were. My goodness. Because it's a weak wow. pitch. All right. I think this next one's going to get. I think this next one, I think this is going to be unanimous across the board for the whole uh -oh. room. Uh-oh. NBC has given a script commitment to adapt Seth Graham Smith's novel, The Last American Vampire. The story follows Henry Sturgis, who first appeared as a side character in Graham Smith's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. In the sequel, Sturgis is believed to be the last of his kind and is kept under lock and key for the past four decades. Only after some grisly murders point to a vampire resurgence, Sturgis is released to partner with an FBI analyst and mortal named Abby. Oh, Jesus. Graham Smith will produce alongside his partner David Katzenberg, as well as Terry Metalis, former showrunner of Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys. Metalis will also be penning the script. Sturgis was previously played by Preacher star Dominic Cooper in the 2012 adaptation of Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. No word on who will take the role for the small screen. Uh, I, I'm going to bow out a red light, green light, because I worked with Mr. Metalis in the, in the past. So uh, uh, I can't... Uh, dropper. Ow! I you almost I'm hit my foot when you dropped that name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to weigh on this one. All right, gentlemen. Last American Vampire, red light, uh, green light. All right, right, right. I Let me clean up the elevator pitch. Silence of the Lambs with a few changes. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Except Hannibal Lecter is wandering around the crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that same stupid pairing up 
X character with law enforcement officer Y. Right. This is this is a it's, Peter David line. Peter David said you can you can throw any two characters yes. together and add the tagline. They're detectives after it. Yeah. And you've got a show. <laughs> it's a procedural. It's exactly. As so now it's it's a red light. Definitely a red light for me. Hard red light for Mage Jeff. Hard red. All right. About you, Andy. Yeah, red light. Uh, I mean, I, I could see him pulling it off, but it's going to be a long stretch to make it work. So, no. All right. Yeah, Seth Graham Smith, I love his books, but every time they get adapted to other media, it just kind of goes south. What and other book did he do besides Abraham Lincoln Vampire? The Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, uh, okay. That was the first, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked the movie. I liked Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I thought it was it was cheeky fun, but it, I, yeah, it was you know it, it didn't was, take itself too seriously. No, but and, and the and the book doesn't really either. But uh, but know. spinning off a character but, and pairing them up with an FBI agent, I'm just like no. Yeah, and I think no. Yeah, I think it's Silence of the Lambs with the vampire instead of a cannibal. See, and See? and and when you tend to split off a a secondary character. And then trying to make them the lead in a show it does not always work. Cleveland Show, um, but <laughs> which actually kind of like Cleveland Show. So, <laughs> Oops, so maybe it'd work, but I'm still still a red light. Yeah, I'm I'm pink light. I just pink light. Yeah, I'm, Turn I'm red light, but light. I'm not like not turning it up too bright. I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not Andy level hate. I'm just sort of. Meh. Yeah, this is another one like the Cove. I'd have to be talked into watching it. <laughs> Andy, hey. uh, hey, Steve, Steve, would you like to come over tonight and watch uh, uh, a bad procedural? Uh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I was just hoping you're gonna go um for the next five minutes. <laughs> yeah, really? Uh, yeah, I got a red light. This one, uh, from the moment I saw it, I'm like, yeah, this is just not gonna work for me. Uh, one, I don't care much for police detective procedurals overall, and. I've just seen their ilk so much in my life. I don't think I need to see another one again, yeah. ever. So, so give Mr. Metallus a call and say, hey, this is a bad idea. I'm not going to do that. Then again, <laughs> then again, he's been around projects that haven't done now well, and he's survived he in has. the industry. Yes, so, he has. So that says something to his... So, but you liked 12 Monkeys. I did like 12 Monkeys a lot. But this is no 12 Monkeys. This is not 12 Monkeys. <laughs> Okay. All right. So uh, red light pretty much across the board when it comes over here. So we've got to throw it to the audience. Maybe you think differently. Who says red light? Red light. And who says green light? Oh, I was is, hoping there's one brave soul out there. It is official. Red. Sorry, Mr. Metallus. Maybe red is a baboon's butt. Maybe you should add a 13th monkey? Um, <laughs> all right. 13th baboon, apparently. The next one begins with some magical words. Uh-oh. The Jim Henson Company Greenlight. has optioned the rights to Susan Denard's fantasy book series, The Witchlands, and they will develop it as a live-action TV series. The story is set in a world where three empires rule and every member of the population is born with a magical skill set known as witchery. Now, as the 20-year truce in the centuries-long war is about to come to an end, the balance of power will fall on the shoulders of two young women, Sophia and Asult, who must accept their fate and themselves to survive. The book series is set on a distant continent, and it, quote, follows the best friends. Uh, one is a truth witch, one is a thread witch, 
I don't know what that means. As well as a cunning ship captain, Prince Merrick, a wind witch, and the mysterious and powerful Edwan, a blood witch as they must navigate warring empires, political machinations, and mercenaries who seek to use their magic for selfish gain. There are two books in the series, a spin-off, and there's a third book on the way called Blood Witch that will be released next year. Lisa Henson, CEO and president of the Jim Henson Company and Stanford, will serve as executive producers of the project. Denard will serve as co-executive producer and Jim Henson's Creature Shop, will create the creature characters for the series. So, red light, green light for The Witchlands. Green light. Yeah, green light. What sold it? Uh, the first line and the last line. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Henson Company and Jim Henson's Creature Shop. That's, that's you so know. Wasn't the Game of Thrones with, with puppets that got you? <laughs> Maybe. That's a log line. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just uh, it sounds like it now sounds it, like a a kind of maybe a middling idea. Okay, but because it's a Henson company, I think they can really elevate the. If Henson wasn't a part of it, would you feel? How would you feel about it? If Henson was a pro- wasn't a part of it, I'd probably be um, meh on it. Mm. Yeah, I I, I agree because if you think about it, it kind of sounds like one of those. FX uh, series yeah. or something like that. Where are you calling this a shanera? Me, <laughs> uh, but you know, kind of. Watch your language. Yeah. <laughs> so, how what? about you, Professor? I'm, yeah, I'm torn. Uh, it just—it doesn't sound like my cup of tea. But the Henson Company being involved is making me go. Eh. I don't know. Uh, I. I'd probably have to have my uh, fabulous uh, person <laughs> talk me into it again. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you are you ever going to take other? the hint and oh. just like make a move? You had two ladies fighting over you there. Well, Steve. in that case, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, brown light. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to think um, what that means. I, I'm going to give it a marginal red light. Marginal red. Yeah. Okay. And, wow. and green from the other three. Yeah. Yes. All right. Fantasy. Yeah, I got a, a green light at two because it's... And Henson. I, I love when Henson does fantasy. Mm-hmm. I, I love Dark Crystal. I love Ro- Labyrinth. I Waiting love Storyteller. I love all the little fun things that Henson did throughout the years that weren't Muppets or Fraggles. Right, right. And as much as I love those. So, yeah, I got to see what they do with this, please. Uh, so, that's what we got. How about you out there? Who says red light? Ooh, who says green light? Wow. And there were a few reds. The, the, the Blood Witch wasn't working on some. I blame Steve. That's right. Well, the Blood Witch we, is solving crimes with, uh, with an FBI detective. <laughs> right. Dude. Team up. Team what up, about uh, the sandwich? The sandwich. Yes. Team up Blood Witch with Gilmore Girls looking for treasure. Oh, wait. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Jeff. <laughs> the sandwich has got to be a Piers Anthony character, right? There's got to be a sandwich in Piers Anthony somewhere. There's, oh, of course there yeah. is. In, in the, oh. In the 57 Xanth books? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, we definitely have time for one more. So, 
Here we go. This has some pedigree too, but it's in a new direction. Game of Thrones, Rome and John Adams executive producer Frank Dogler is set to develop an adaptation of the environmental sci-fi thriller novel The Swarm into a TV series based on a story written by Frank Schatzing? Frank Schatzing. The Swarm is a global environmental thriller set in present day where anomalies and unnatural behavior in marine animals are causing upheaval all over the world. Millions of strange worms suddenly appear on the bottom of the North Sea, drilling their way through frozen methane, threatening to destabilize the entire continental shelf. Swarms of mussels stop large vessels from maneuvering. Toxic jellyfish, lobsters, and whales start attacking human beings along the coasts of the world. It follows a global group of scientists and military who come together to tackle one of the biggest challenges mankind has ever faced. They make the chilling discovery that we are not the only intelligent species on the planet and that deep down at the bottom of the sea resides a collective intelligence which has suffered the ravages of civilization on its habitat and decided to fight back. The plan is to tell this story over the course of eight episodes and it's said to be a big budget production that will begin production in early 2019. This isn't the first attempt to adapt this novel. There was a feature film in development at one point with Uma Thurman set to star, and the Silence of the Lambs screenwriter Ted Talley had written that script. So here we go. The, one of the producers from Game of Thrones, Rome and John Adams, on The Swarm, or as now, I like to call it, The Abyss. Now, now wait a minute. Are you telling me there's no Michael oh, Caine in this looking for, you know, fighting against killer bees? There is now. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> the killer bees. Where I, are the killer bees? Well, this it's all obviously marine life based. So that that's the swarm is not up here. It's underneath the water with the fish. Is Jeff Goldwyn in it? Uh, not yet. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. I know what you did. I know uh, what you did. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, what do you think about the swarm? Jesus. Oh, boy. I love how uh, Andy does the dance monkey dance. <laughs> and Always. Professor Biggs goes right on tap dancing. Uh, here, uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, right. The, the, the swarm, uh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, I, uh, um, uh, y you, uh, uh, it, it, it could be good. <laughs> I want to see the Game of Thrones, John Adams, Rome mashup. That's what I want to see. <laughs> That'd be interesting. John Adams banging slaves and fighting gladiators and white walkers. <laughs> what about this one? The red light, green light with the swarm. Uh, green light, I green guess. Light, I don't. I guess. I yeah, that's an yeah. I, I wish I knew more about the source material because right yeah, now, the, right now the pitch is kind of sounding like every environmental disaster movie from the '70s all bunched into one. Well, thing. The I don't remember the killer jellyfish in the '70s. The 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 snakes, jellyfish. What's the different frogs? Mussels. What's the difference? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> killer piranhas. <mussels. laughs> just people it, walking it, around yeah, on, on Venice it, Beach going, "Oh, my mussels are killed." Yeah, right. <laughs> It's it's borderline. It almost borderline sounds like catastrophe of the week, right? 
You yeah. know, this episode, the mussels. Next episode, the Yo. jellyfish. Look out for I mean, those clownfish. It's, it's an eight-episode limited series. So. That's true. Yeah. It, that's an interesting pattern. Is Are they, like, uh, think, wising up to let's just shoot for eight episodes well, instead I think, yeah, of I mean, trying to stretch everything to 13? Yes, because goodness knows, you know, there's more than a few series that could have easily been eight episodes and been amazing yeah. stretched out to 22 episodes and you're just like I, uh, yeah. get to it already yeah yeah there was that what was that thing the uh surface that had peter dinklage what he was like a he was basically like a mini jeff goldblum scientist yeah and there was like something under the water and there oh what's under the water what's under the water and of course the show got canceled we never found out yeah exactly <laughs> that was yeah i started watching that and found it was and these then they guys. got canceled and i'm like oh yeah yeah I, you know light green I, light green I, I love that we're inventing colors now <laughs> um puce green light puce. you gotta give it a shot and it's only an eight episode series so it's not gonna break our bank yeah <laughs> i'm giving it a solid green i like the concept I like the idea. I want to watch it. I'll give it a marginal green too. Marginal green, it, even though it's, it does sound like, it sounds like me flashing back to my childhood. You were attacked by whales in your childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was it's weird. A dark moment I didn't know about. Yeah. Oh, that right whale. He was just all up in my business. Right whale? Yeah. yeah it's kind of whale. He's 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 correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's correct, he's correct on the right whale. Wait a minute. Go 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 away. Go away. What was that again? I was, I, was, you I said ready. you were correct on the right whale. Jeez. There we are. All right. Uh. Torgo has lost control of the show. This is why I take high blood pressure for medication. <laughs> Does that even record? I can barely hear it. Here. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm the only person that can hear it is him. <laughs> I have to do this. Uh, I, I'm really torn on this one. I, 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 I love marine life attacking people. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's one of the great movie tropes of right. the world. Um, uh, at the same time, though, the whole... There's the aliens that live under the sea, and they're angry at the people that's on the top of the planet, and so they're going to find a way. I remember that in The Abyss, and it was good in The Abyss. If you haven't seen the extended version of The Abyss, there, it involves a gigantic tidal wave that's going to take out all of humanity. Yep. That stops. Yeah. It's huh. weird. I'm glad they cut it. But this seems like the extended version of the abyss as well so oh, I'm really torn is Aquaman involved in any way <laughs> if there is it's an yeah, automatic green light Jason Momoa who apparently is typecast in C movies yes uh, absolutely C yeah. you put Momoa in this I'm on board I'm completely on board uh, I'm, you know what tentative I'm going to give it a green light All eight right. episodes the eight episodes thing does help and I, I and being that this guy has done nothing but HBO shows, right? I got a feeling this is going to be on HBO, and so that means that they've got some reins that they can just let go of, and we can see some crazy stuff in this yeah, show. As you say, every one of those shows you mentioned right. has has been really good. I mean, if if muscles are going to attack, I want to see a full on muscle attack. That's what I want. So all right, so it all goes to you, audience. Red light, green light. Who says for the swarm? Red light. Ah, who says green light? Green light. Wow, ba not strong on either side though. No, yeah. that was a that was a <laughs> green light. There was, I, there was a lot line. of people abstaining from deciding <laughs> there on that one. It's I all didn't. because of the lack of Michael Caine. I'm so glad yeah, the right. audience is as torn as I am. Yeah. 
And it and it's a lot of audience it, in the course of the yes, show. Yes, we it, have sevenfold increase. Right, well, it's Ben, it's ben yeah. Saunders fans and John Prisby hiding in the back. It is, it's too bad that we have to start shutting down the show now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for coming out to the yes, Las Vegas absolutely Va- Vegas Valley Com- uh, Comic Book Festival. And uh, I want to thank the Comic Book Festival and the Clark County Library for having us for the show. And I also want to remind all of you that. The library has an awesome supply of graphic novels. If you're into comics, go check them out. If you don't have a library card, get one. And if you don't want to come to the library all the time, there's a fantastic app out there called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, where you can download books and comics and magazines and audiobooks directly to your phone from this library. I use it all the time, and it's fantastic. It's L-I-B-B-Y? Libby. Wow, yeah. I guess that company went out of business. Interesting. If it, well, if it says Libby on the label, um, yeah. it's not that app. It on your table. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for coming out to Geek Shock Live. Uh, this will be one of our bank shows, so who knows when you'll hear it. But it'll be, <laughs> but it'll be coming to our, our website, uglycouchshow.com, which is weird. By the time you hear this show, this, these all shows will already be canceled. <laughs> this is very yeah, awesome. right. <laughs> so thank you. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact Jack Dandy. Professor Biggs. Enjoy the rest of the festival, everybody. Thank you for coming out. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you.